Hello lovely, welcome to Notes from a Small Room, the podcast from Salemnico, hosted by me, Alexandra Spear. And once again, we are going to have a conversation that they won't put on a t-shirt. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit different um, because I'm going to give you my top five hacks for self-love and self-care that you can start implementing today and don't cost any or are very cheap. So yeah, let's get on with it. So self-love. Obviously this entire podcast is about self-love and I wanted to give you some hacks that have worked for me and that I think will work for you as well. Um, They're very simple, they're easy to implement, they don't take a lot of time out of your day Um, and as I said they're cheap or completely free. So number one is smile at your reflection every morning and it might sound really silly but it does work and at first you'll probably feel stupid you'll probably feel self-conscious or like this is not going to work but if you do it every morning and even if you start and you're faking smiling at yourself and you think my god I just look so stupid and god I hate my smile I hate the way my eyes crinkle just keep doing it even if you fake it for a week because I think the results that you'll see after even just a few days of doing this every single morning will really surprise you because you'll start to see yourself as someone who is friendly and someone who you enjoy seeing every morning rather than something that you don't want to see or something that you don't want to be faced with and the first part of loving yourself and of liking your body and liking your reflection is smiling so that's number one just try it and let me know what you think number two get rid of clothes that don't make you feel a million dollars and all too often we're especially nowadays I think made to feel guilty for throwing out clothes or reusing items that actually don't make us feel good and they might be clothes that you bought a while ago or clothes that you bought recently they might be clothes that you bought for a special occasion or something that someone gave you and you feel guilty about getting rid of but the joy of evolving is that your style also evolves and what you feel comfortable in evolves And there is no point in clogging up your wardrobe or your space or even your time by wearing clothes that make you feel anything less than amazing and the person that you want to be seen as. And that doesn't mean that you have to get rid of your whole wardrobe because like buying up a whole new style is expensive and it's often not Um, financially viable so just start off with going through your wardrobe and throw out stuff that's either worn out 
or that you no longer comfortably fit in or that make you feel really self-conscious because having those there aren't going to be doing anything for you and the space that they create by throwing them out will create space for new items even if you don't buy them straight away. It also gives you space to think about what you want to buy and how you want to look and how you want to look authentically. So that's hack number two. And hack number three is keep your space clean. So a lot of the time we think, I've got to clean, I've got to keep it clean, all of that stuff. It's not that you have to, it's that you get to. You get to keep your space clean, you get to live in a space that looks nice, that has stuff that brings you joy or is useful. And you shouldn't be keeping anything in your space that feels like clutter. If it feels like clutter, get rid of it. If it's taking up too much space and you don't like it, get rid of it. But your space should be somewhere that you can relax, that things that you enjoy having are visible, and that you, yeah, that you feel proud of being in and that you don't want to run away from. And the best way to do this is to keep it clean. Because by keeping it clean, you'll probably realise what is surplus. So if you're having to clean around loads of knickknacks and they're annoying you, then you're probably going to realise that they're surplus and you don't actually enjoy having them. So that's hack number three. And it's a very simple one. And it's one that you do obviously have to keep doing, but that also means that you can constantly re I'll try that again. You can constantly reevaluate your space and you can constantly keep an idea of what you would like to have in it, as well as what's already in it. Hack number four. And this is a big one because it's all about showing up as someone who is worthy and that you see as worthy of investing in. So what I think is a really good thing to do is to invest in a course or a club or an activity or even a volunteering experience. It doesn't have to cost money, but you should be doing something that doesn't necessarily make you money or further your career or anything like that 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 brings you joy and that you see as an investment in yourself and in the person who you want to become and that's huge because you're saying to yourself I am worth investing in and that is a huge part of self-love believing that you are worthy of time investment and the joy that comes out of that Number five is something that I've talked about quite a bit, which is take yourself on a date. Date yourself, get to know yourself, enjoy spending time alone and begin to value that time. And the best way to do this is by taking yourself out on a date once a week. And it can be to an art gallery, it can be to gardens, it can be to a cafe. It can be to a new town, a new city. It can be as 
expensive or inexpensive as you want. For example, every single week I take myself out for coffee and sit in a cafe and journal or do some writing or whatever I feel like or some sketching. But just spending that five pounds or something a week on myself and spending a few hours just with me not doing anything that involves goals or hitting targets or anything like that it's really valuable and the more you do it the more you value it and the more you see it as an investment but also as a way to really understand who you are and what you want not only out of life but also out of relationships and that's friendships romantic relationships family relationships every kind of relationship so that's my self-love hacks the self-care hacks are of course in a way they go hand in hand with the self-love hacks because self-love and self-care are very much intertwined, which you've probably already found. I've always found it. In that the more that you take care of yourself, the more that you love yourself. And it might sound very obvious, and it is obvious, but it's often something that we don't do. So my self-care hack number one is, of course, journal. And... I am a journaling addict. I think that it's an incredibly healthy way to not only express yourself, but also to vent in a really healthy way. If you're not in therapy or you can't afford therapy or you're on a really long waiting list, as is most normally the case, this is a great way to start connecting to yourself and building a really healthy habit that you can do every single day doesn't take more than 15 minutes and it's really rewarding and I do have in the one step self-love workbook that I've written and is available to buy on the Solemnico website I've got templates which you can use and they range from ones for people with lots of time to people who have a very busy schedule and want something that's very quick, very fast, but still gives them amazing results. So that's self-care hack number one. Buy yourself a notebook and start journaling because it might seem like a waste of time or a huge investment, but it will, it will do you so much good. And it's an incredibly healthy habit to begin. Number two is spend outside every... I'll try that again. <laughs> spend time outside every single day. It doesn't have to be a long time, even if it's really crappy weather. Just spend at least 15 minutes outside. And that can be walking, that can be running, that can be whatever you want it to be, fill in the blank, walking the dog, I don't know, <laughs> whatever works for you. But they found scientifically that spending 15 minutes minimum 
outside every single day boosts serotonin levels. It increases dopamine and all those really good hormones that you want to get going. I've also found that it really helps with perspective. So if you're having a really bad day and you take a moment to go outside and you'll probably realise that actually it's not a bad day. It's just a bad quarter of an hour or half an hour or whatever it is. And you'll probably also realise that the stuff that's stressing you out doesn't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, yes, it's important, but there's also a whole beautiful world out there that doesn't know anything about your problems. And that's quite reassuring sometimes. It's also really healthy just to see other people, see the sky, hear the birds. (laughs) Just, yeah, make the time even if it's bad weather or you're really tired or you just can't be bothered because chances are it will make you feel 10 times better. Number three is move your body every day. And I don't mean like hit the gym and bench press or run a marathon every single day or climb Mount Everest. It can literally be 10 minutes of yoga in the morning or in the evening or walking around the block when you finish work or taking time on your lunch break to go to the park or I don't know like going to the gym and doing a really slow workout whatever works for you or even dancing like put some earphones in and whack a great playlist on and just go for it because moving your body will again just a loosen up everything so you feel better and then it will also get your heart rate pumping it will probably help you to focus on something other than work or home life or whatever stressing you and it will just really help to put you in a good mood and to get those feel-good hormones going, which is always a bonus, let's face it. Number four is a bit harder, it's more challenging, but it's the healthiest self-care hack that I've ever come across. And maybe that's what makes it so challenging. And it's basically to say no to things that aren't hell yes. So if you say yes to something, but it makes you feel uncomfortable, if you say yes to something just to people please, if you say yes to something because you feel guilty about saying no, if you say yes to something because fill in the bl- I'll try that again. <laughs> fill in the blank, okay? If you say yes to something when really you want to say no, then just say no. Yes, you'll let people down. Yes, you'll disappoint people. Yes, you'll find yourself in an uncomfortable situation. But that's better than lying to yourself constantly and making yourself incredibly uncomfortable just to appease other people who then get used to you saying yes to things that you don't actually want to say yes to and then begin to expect things from you that 
aren't actually healthy for you to give. So get into the habit of saying no. And it doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be losing you things that are really good for you. It's just inputting boundaries, basic boundaries. And it doesn't have to be, no, I will not, I don't know, like look after the dog or things like that. It can just be actually, no, that doesn't work for me right now. Or no, I'm not available or things like that. You don't have to say yes to everything. You can say no. And I think most of the problem that we have with this is that as children, if we say no to something, it's seen as belligerent and we're often told that we're being selfish. And selfish is a bit of an off word because we've been told that being selfish is bad and you have to say yes to things because otherwise you're being selfish. Actually, it's quite healthy to be selfish, not in a narcissistic way or anything like that, just in a, I am my own priority. And you have to look out for yourself. And part of that is being selfish. And a huge part of that is saying no to situations. And the last self-care hack that I want to share is again very basic but it's a bit like cleaning your space it has a huge knock-on effect to how you view yourself and how you treat yourself and therefore how others treat you and it's simply to keep your body clean keep it moisturized and keep it feeling healthy and nourished And that doesn't mean that you have to spend hundreds of pounds on fancy products. It just means that you invest in feeling like you are investing in yourself. So, you know, buy the body butter. Even if it means that you have to say no to something else spend money on face masks, spend money on nice bubble baths. Because if you spend money on things that make you feel good about your body, then chances are that you'll start to want to enjoy your body and see it positively. And that also includes like going for massages and going to chiropractor appointments and things like that just take care of your body on not just a basic level but an extra level and I know I said previously about the money machine and all of that jazz what I mean by keep your body clean and moisturized without buying into the money machine is to buy things that make you feel good so you don't have to buy anti-aging serum because let's face it that just makes you feel like you're aging instead buy moisturizer that smells really good you don't have to get tummy tucks just go for a massage that actually 
loosens your body and gets your lymph oh god my voice (laughs) your lymphatics going and flowing and draining properly invest in high quality things for your body because that's a huge part of self-care so yeah this was a bit of a short one um i'm not going to answer my question um from the last episode i'm going to do that in the next episode um and i'm not going to ask you a question in this episode because i want you to focus on inputting one hack from the self-love hacks that i gave and one hack from the self-care hacks that i gave into your life between this episode and the next one and just let me know how it goes and whether you find it helpful so thanks so much for listening to this shorter episode um i really hope it's been helpful and you've got something from it i really enjoyed doing it because i do truly believe in all the things that i've said and they're all things that have worked for me but anyway have a good few weeks and i will catch up with you in the next episode Thanks so much for listening to Notes from a Small Room. If you want to stay up to date with everything, you can follow me on Instagram at Solemnico and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Substack. Take care. Bye.